Good morning, good morning, everybody. Hey, good morning, team. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hope you're all awesome and well. Good morning, James, Tim, Kevin, Facebook user. <laughs> one of you is most likely in one of our private Facebook groups. That's why it pops up like that. Hey, good morning to you guys. Good to see the early birds jumping on. Jumping on. I'll do the quick uh, formalities, the quick intros while we're waiting for the live stream to warm up. Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that, uh, I'm sure. And if you don't, if you don't, if this is your first time dropping by and saying hello or wandering by and uh, finding us on the live stream in the world of YouTube, Facebook and other places, then welcome. Let us know where you are today. Kevin's all the way from Florida. Jeff, he gets about. <laughs> G'day, Jeff. Good to see you, mate. Thanks for dropping by. Um, but uh, if you're new, let me know. Let us know. Let us know where you're coming in from to the live today. I've been uh, hanging out doing these Wealth Coffee Chats with you guys as property investors. We've got some things in common. We like the idea of creating wealth, long-term sustainable wealth with our property portfolios. Uh, I've been doing that uh, over 20 years. Hey, we've got someone in from Toowoomba. Fantastic. Up the hill from me. I'm here in the Gold Coast. Great little town, Toowoomba. Um, like I said before, I've been creating my personal wealth uh, over the last 20 years. Made some uh, good decisions. Made some terrible decisions. Lost a bit of money. Made a bit of money. Uh, I'm well ahead at this moment in time, which is nice, and uh, been sharing the wisdom, the experience from the School of Hard Knocks with you guys, ladies and gents, girls and boys, to see if, you know, some of the lessons I've had, uh, Chris and Kat, good morning to you, I have had along my way as an in, uh, investor might be useful to you. So there you go. That's the intros done and dusted. Welcome to all of you this morning. This morning I would talk about, thought I would talk about the three types of investors or the three types of investment profiles or property uh, or the types of profiles of people that I see using property as a wealth vehicle, as a wealth vehicle. Because I think sometimes what I notice, I don't know about you, but sometimes we get a little bit confused about the behavior of what a true investor is and sometimes some other things get in the way and I have seen over the years some challenges and speaking from personal experience also, I'll tell you a little story in a minute, about that becoming a problem. So let's just set the scene about the three profiles of people that might call themselves investors, might see uh, this as property investing, <clears throat> but I don't see it as property investing at all. And I want to talk to you about this. One, I see as property investing. The others, I see as something else. So Hopefully, you're all ready. We're good to go. Let's talk about this. And let's talk about the three profiles of people I've seen in the world of real estate using it for wealth as we go along. An investor, I would call, um, let's talk about what I would call the 
most common profile <clears throat> I would call an actual property investor. For me, a property investor uh, has this one focus in mind. Yeah, good time, Charlie's, indeed. Yep, good time, Charlie's. We don't want to be one of them. We don't want to be uh, in the market with good time. Charlie's only here when it's all, you know, roses and champagne. And, uh, you know, the first moment something goes astray, they're selling their properties and they're going, oh, property investing doesn't work. You know what doesn't work? Your attitude, your resilience, your understanding of what it actually makes or what it takes to make wealth in real estate. So as an investor, let's talk about the base definition, the base realities of an investor. An investor, a property investor, for someone who wants a, I don't really like the word passive, but a lot of people use it, a passive investment strategy and vehicle that is something they do, they purchase and keep properties for a long time. Let's talk about that. Investor, one thing, this should give it away, B and H. Tell me what that stands for. An investor who, who wants to create long-term, sustainable, absolutely awesome wealth. Tell me in the chat, what does B and H stand for? They and this property. They purchase it and what do they do? Tell me in the chat what that is. Most of you guys will know this one for sure. Most of you listening in today would be this profile of investor um, as we go. Anyone got their quick typing Thumbs out. Uh, nothing passive. Yeah, that's exactly right, Luke. There's nothing passive about it. Tim is on it. They buy and they hold. Big major to that property. You might add a little bit of, you know, new carpet and paint, but that's simple. Um, let's talk about. Um, let's talk about that. Tell me in the chat. What's the time frame? What's the time frame, folks? Of uh, of our oh, looks like looks like my live stream dropped out there for just a second. A few of you are back. Tell me what is the time frame, and uh, hopefully you guys are back on internet. Hey, plays funny buggers on us sometimes. Um, tell me the time frame for a buy and hold investor. Looks like you guys might be back. What's the time frame for a buy and hold investor? I might just jump in there and have a little look. At a minimum, our time frame is 15 to 20 years. 15 to 20 years, boom. Thanks, Tim. That's at a minimum. Uh, like what? Do we buy a property and, and you know, uh, do we buy a property for two years and go, oh, you know, you know, I think I bought a dud. I think I bought a dud. Oh, I'm out. No. It's crikey. That good times. Talk about good times, Charlie's, you know, this do not become part of the property investor ethos if you're not in this for a minimum of 15 years. Now, some of you might already be underway. You might have a few properties under your belt. You've got five or 10 years left in your event horizon for investing. It's 15 to 20 years. 10 to 15 could be a bit of a rush. However, if you start with significant resources, Lots of finance and lots of deposits. Maybe you could you could squeeze it up a little, but your 
portfolio needs time to mature, 15 to 20 years. How much, let's say we're talking about as a property investor, five to seven investment properties, what sort of dollars do you need to get going? What sort of, what sort of amount of, um, let's say, starting out, what sort of money do we need to get going to start our property investment portfolio? Um, you know, really at the end of the day, 80 to 100K, okay? 80 to 100K will get you out of the gates. Now, it depends on where you are, what city, whatever it is. Yes, you know, sometimes places are a bit more expensive than others, but 80 to 100K to get going. What's the risk? What's the risk? The risk is very low. To be honest, I would say the risk is almost nothing. The risk, the risk comes from you as the human. The property is very easy to manage or minimize risk. So as a buy and hold investor who wants to create wealth over 15 to 20 years, you can, you can acquire five to seven properties over that time quite easily, starting out with 80 to 100K, very low risk, okay? Perfect, and I love that. That is a very straightforward, achievable outcome for 99% of, of people that I spend time with uh, and coach and uh, help in the property investor game, all right? Now, not to be confused with these next two profiles, folks. Hey, good morning, James Connolly and James Murray. Good to see you, Margaret, as well. Luke. Hey, the next two profiles, let's see what they are. Buy and buy a, and it's not an and. I'm, uh, it's a t- <laughs> I'm trying not to give it away. I'm trying to ask you, what do you think? What do you think it stands for? Buy a, buy and, there's an and, and then there's an a. Buy, morning, Alison. Good morning to you. <laughs> right, buy it uh, and what? I don't know. Anyway, it's a terrible, it's a terrible way of asking. Property investors or some uh, buy and hold stocks. Yeah, uh, and that's very similar to down here. Whoever said buy and hold stocks for sure. Um, <laughs> no, that doesn't say buy and hold stocks, but that's uh, there you go. So buy and hold or buy and add add value. I couldn't, I couldn't fit, fit the V in there. So that, anyway, that hopefully that makes sense. They buy something and they try and add value. What are ways you can add value to real estate? Right? You buy something, you see some value to be added. Put that in the chat for me. The simplest one, you know, um, in there, this is an active activity uh, and, you know, a simple one. Simple way, you can renovate. What other ways can you add value to real estate? You buy it to add value, to create some, yep, absolutely. You can add a granny flat, uh, granny flat. You can subdivide, um, subdivide. You can strata title, strata, strata. Um, back in the old days, back in my day, um, I used to do a lot of strata titling. I used, to, I used to buy a duplex or a triplex or a four-pack that was all on one title. I'd chop them up. Um, I'd renovate them. And uh, sometimes I'd sell them. Sometimes I'd keep them. Okay? So you can add value and you can turn them into a hold. Okay? You can keep it or you can sell it. Okay? Uh, active. And this is, um, yeah, you can furnish. You can make them a bit more active. Uh, furnish. 
Yep, uh, Airbnb. Now this is a bit more active. I would call this investor here uh, um, an investor developer. If you're spending more than $30,000 on doing something in here, this is where uh, I say to my clients who I coach, this becomes very active. You have to project manage. You have multiple people coming at you for different things. The plumber, the this to that, the other. You're trying to get an uplift in valuation. You have to invest a significant amount of dollars often over and above the purchase cost of something like this as well. So let's have a look at time frame um, and this type of buy, add value, hold or sell, okay, idea. Now, the time frame, if you're buying and holding, well, that uh, buy and hold, sometimes it's a great way of dropping that back down into your long-term property portfolio. But I've seen people try to do often the buy, add value and sell. Now, I'm not a big fan of that until you have a significant amount of experience, let's say five, 10 years under your belt, uh, and also some cash and equity to make sure that that doesn't cause a problem for you. Right, the time frame. let's do the buy and sell sort of stuff. Often, people are trying to do that in six to 18 months, okay? What is the dollars required, let's say, to do something significant? Let's say to put a granny flat on the back of a property um, or do a subdivision on the back of a property or a significant renovation, how how much money will that require? Not only will you need 80 to 100K to purchase the property, but tell me in the chat, you know, a granny flat, a subdivision, or a significant renovation with your um, bits and pieces. Yeah, Sharon's saying 200K, right? So we need more money than down here. So, and also the risk, the risk, folks, the risk becomes increased, medium, okay? There's certainly and absolutely risk in this behavior, these sorts of things as we go along, okay? There's risk in being active as an investor and it's gonna take us more time. If we were to purchase just a simple property, if we go back here, this would take us anywhere between one and three months. Done and dusted, we own it, we're off to the races, right? So, investor, investor developer is the next profile. Last profile um, is the profile of what? This is somebody who buys, develops it, and sells, right? That's a pure developer, okay? Now, nothing wrong with being a developer if that's what you want to do. Um, Yep, yep. Um, Yeah, exactly, Alison. You'd have to, you know, quit your job to manage these projects and, you know, you might not have as much margin in there as you think. I've done a fair bit of coaching and teaching in and around some of our investors graduating into this area because it's quite a good area to graduate into. But once you've got, my rule is, once you have at least... $500,000 worth of liquid 
accessible equity. You can graduate into this section if you want to do some more active investing. Okay, not before that, folks. Not before that. I say five investment properties in your buy and hold strategy, 500 grand of equity, liquid, accessible, and then you can get into the active activities. Okay, don't rush it. Don't do it too early because it can blow you up. Okay, and the last but not least, the developer, the developer here, as the let's say the more aggressive. Um, in this section, a developer, you know, a lot more time. They would they would uh, take anywhere between sort of 24 um, and 48 months, even sort of, you know, two to five years to do a development, turn over their cash. This requires millions, millions of dollars in cash, millions in cash, millions in cash, and the risk is very high. Okay, and what does the risk very high mean? Well, folks, the risk very high means if you mess it up, you can go bankrupt, you can lose it all, et cetera, et cetera, all right? So when you look at this, and I'll just overlay this just quickly, um, you know, yes, you can get returns up there. Oh, it's not a very, you can get returns. Uh, You can get more dollars, but the risk is higher, okay? This takes more time, but the risk is low. Okay, so where are you as an investor? Where are you going to play? For most of us, it's most appropriate, it's most appropriate, especially in the beginning, to play there as an investor, buy and hold. And if you want to, you can graduate into the investor developer space into the future. All right, all right, hopefully that made sense. We had a couple of little glitches on our internet. I'll remember tomorrow to make sure I turn off the bits and pieces. That's it from me today, folks, for the Wealth Coffee Chat. Thanks for joining me, as always. Great to have you guys on uh, today. Hopefully that made sense today. Thought I would uh, share a little bit of that pontification from myself. And um, join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat around about the same time, 10 past 8 each weekday. That's it. I'm done. Cheers, folks. You guys are awesome. Thanks for joining and uh, see you tomorrow. Bye for now.